Yo, 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 and welcome to another episode of Roy's Podcast. I'm Roy Spencer. And I'm Johnny Rodriguez, and this is Roy's Podcast. So today, Roy, we got a very special guest, as you guys can see. Oh, yeah. He's Dan, the Lost Boy. How do you pronounce your last name? Cozy Oleg. Yeah, it's a bit of a tough one with the Z Cozy Oleg. What a name. <laughs> Sounds very Italian. But yeah. This man is actually very Canadian. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, repping from London, Ontario, Canada. Let's go. Hell yeah, dude. Just to get into it, um, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself or our audience, you know, the project you're working on because you're a musician as well, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll give you kind of like a one-two breakdown of who I am and what I do. So go by Dan the Lost Boy, as I said, from London, Ontario, Canada. And I've kind of coined the the um, position of NFT rapper and entrepreneur. So I'm working on my project um space monkey fight club which is the genesis launch from my company project lb52 and uh we're doing the first ever custom made for you song nft with a unique avatar so you grab a space monkey and you can get a custom like a full-on custom song made um down to the bones and you get commercial usage so um pretty unique and uh just really excited to be in the web3 space and being able to integrate that in with my music so Dan, I want to dive in. Um, I heard you mentioned like the custom part of the NFTs. What would you, what would you say about that and like what, what that process is like? How is that custom? Yeah, for sure. So once you purchase a Space Monkey off of OpenSea, it actually contains some unlockable content that only the purchaser and the token owner can see. So once you you grab it and you go into that unlockable content, we've got a really comprehensive intake form that just grabs all of the information from that customer about what they want this song to be whether it's about someone something um they choose a beat off of our website projectlb52.com and uh, we basically take all of that information again very thorough and comprehensive and we use that to build out this custom song sometimes it's a theme song could be a song about a, a special person in someone's life but we just build out that song to the t to that intake form and then once it's done we deliver it minted as an NFT to the same wallet holding that corresponding space monkey. So Oof. you actually get two NFTs for the price of one. That, that, and that's co- sweet. Yeah, and it's really cool because you get commercial usage of the entire kind of package, the art and the music. So you can kind of use your space monkey mm-hmm. to start a brand and do some cool things if you wanted to, but also you get to use that custom song in all your marketing material or however you like. Nice. And just that. to be just to be clear, you're talking like you guys make the song and then they get it back after that? Absolutely. Yeah. So me as the rapper, I create the songwriting side of it. We use mm-hmm. that instrumental that we've sourced from Hit a Beats, who's a local from here in London. And using those two things, I build that song out in a professional studio here in the city. And then once it's all said and done, again, it's minted as an NFT and delivered to that customer. In terms of like the song, would you be able to make a theme song for like like Roy's podcast for example yeah absolutely like that's honestly one of our specialties kind of how I started was creating some theme songs and adding value to nft communities that were already out there so my kind of really strong suit is theme songs and creating again marketing material that really describes a show or content or a person or a brand and lets them use that for their marketing material so yes i could absolutely do that hell yeah yeah. man that's dope i know that you had previously mentioned when we were talking before uh the podcast and whatnot or like you know over email that uh 
you know, you were working somewhere and then you just decided that you wanted to trace your, your dream, you know, your passion. What was kind of the catalyst for that? Great question. And, um, you know, my partner, Matt McKeever, on this project was a, a part of that catalyst and just helping me see the opportunity within NFTs and how that could integrate back in with my music that I'd been working on for, you know, 10 years. I've been a musician and an artist all my life. So to be able to kind of structure that into something that allowed me to leverage that NFT technology and be able to, you know, make a better living as an artist than maybe I ever had. So basically the catalyst was just this project and right. being on the precipice of understanding, you know, we're early, let's do this. This is a first of its kind. Let's really dive in and dedicate all our time to it. So I made the, the choice about six months ago uh, ago to make that dive and uh i haven't regretted it since it's been really fruitful and there's just so much opportunity in the space and i'm really having fun awesome yeah there yeah there has been uh i mean just over the past six months there's been so many changes to the nft marketplace and just like everything that's going on especially with like regulations and whatnot coming up and mm -hmm. or, you know happening so i heard uh some news the other day uh we'll circle back but like i heard some news yesterday about board ape yacht club which is you know like very famous and that they're going to everyone that owns one has to be kyc verified now and like they have to reveal that their identities did you hear anything about that i i, I did actually I'm, I'm pretty plugged in for a lot of the news and what do you think what do i think about the kind of the kyc portion of it yeah mm -hmm. yeah so um Generally, I think I understand because it's growing at such a large and vast rate that it, it's obvious they're going to start showing up on radars and becoming a, a kind of a a first look to when you when you look at these regulations and things like that. So it's not incredibly surprising. And actually, the way they rolled out some of that news was very well written because it kind of articulated the fact that you didn't need to use the wallet that had your ape in it and just some stipulations to maybe ease some concerns about that KYC and having to dox yourself. Um, and some some great points were made also about when the Board Ape uh, merchandise came out, nobody had a, a bat an eyelash to throw in their, their address and all their credit card info to get that merchandise. But this is a really, I think, good reason mm -hmm, point. for a kyc because it's going to actually allow that brand to grow bigger and scale while fitting into those regulations and to kind of coattail and maybe i'll flip a question back at you guys because um that was i think a few days ago and literally just yesterday yuga labs has now acquired larva labs which means bored apes now own CryptoPunks. so it's almost like they were building oh, towards yeah. Yeah. that with the KYC. Do you guys think there was some some kind of laying of groundwork there? Yeah, I uh, I definitely do. I think um, it makes sense. I mean, CryptoPunks, they don't, I don't really, like besides, you know, uh, the status that you have behind owning one, was there much utility to it? Like, because uh, honestly, I've, I've never really looked into the utility of CryptoPunks. There was, a, I think, some heavy stipulations. Uh, Roy, I, I on guess like my, my the IP. Go, go ahead there, Roy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I guess, I guess, hearing it going going forward, uh, do we do we see this as a positive thing for markets in general with the regulations? Do we think 
that going forward they're going to have like a stronger community do you think think we're going to see this like shed some people off just getting an intake on what you think of like the future of nfts going forward i think it could go a little bit of both ways there may be a little shed off naturally because it's something that maybe doesn't fit in some people's scope of decentralized and the way DeFi and nfts should be done but at the same time there's only a small portion of the the world population that's involved in all these things so to be able to carve out a larger chunk of adoption and a bigger you know chunk of the population getting involved i think brings a lot of capital and opportunity for everybody so i think it's a a dual-edged sword so potentially it could bring home these like bigger investments into the future as people begin to trust the system a little bit more i absolutely think so yeah when they when they see a little bit of the reliability they're used to from web 2 whether for right or wrong reasons and whether i agree or not aside i think that will bring some larger capital into the space that is looking and sensing out for a little more security you have a you have a really great like uh outlook on cryptos and uh nfts and everything because you know being considering you know you're like actually in the in the nft space you're a creator you know an artist a lot of times there will be if you know if if part of yourself like you have an emotional attachment to something a lot of times the perspective will be very subjective but it seems like you have a very you know uh neutral objective outlook and realistic outlook on Mm -hmm. the entire market which is really cool to see thank you i appreciate that and that might even stem from the fact that we've really aimed with our stuff in the nft space to start legit like we're you know recognized by our canadian government we pay tax we're a corporation or an llc whichever you consider um so i think it's just right to future proof yourself for things like that coming into play and that maybe adds to my a little bit neutral stance gotcha yeah i i guess dan just to learn like a little bit more about you like it's not every day that one person wants to become like an nft creator uh you know what what really inspired you to get into like kind of like the space what what knew how do you know it was right to like go that way and how has like the experience been thus far I, i've never created projects so i just want to hear about it from your take for sure it's been extremely hectic and a, a massive learning curve there's just a lot to it and a lot of thoughtfulness that you might not have you know really planned for as you went into it things come up there's a lot of curves and web 3 is a different beast than web 2 but overall it's been incredibly uh, fruitful and the the reason i knew to kind of give it my time and really understood the future of it you can see this crypto punk behind me that's actually spotty wi-fi's album and spotty wi-fi is mm-hmm. a, a oh, yeah. crypto punk rapper who you know kind of gave a lot of us nft artists a little bit of proof of concept because he was able to generate quite a bit of awareness and capital through some of his music nft releases and that when i was still working my job talking with matt about potentially you know launching our own collection having a music nft collection that gave me a lot of hope and understanding of like yo this is possible there's communities out there there's people that want to um support things like this and be involved in this and uh that's kind of led us to where we are now and overall uh i think as a creator it's been a great experience through even the trials and tribulations we're we're organically growing things are going well and we're in this for the next five years we're in no rush we're really 
planning to be embedded and a pillar in this space again for five years we're not here for quick cash or anything i want to be well known just like spotty wi-fi in the music nft space you know going forward so uh yeah overall great experience and if anyone's out there yourself included roy and lumpy cat you know join us as the creator ranks and and launch a project because there's a lot of cool stuff to be had out there you know definitely yeah man and so uh i guess a question i have would be what seems to be the hardest like part of you know setting up the collection itself is it the making the roadmap or like figuring out you know or like actually making the art itself what, like what from your perspective or you know as an artist view what what would it be great question and like there is a lot of layers to it right <laughs> you know talking about the art there's a lot of layers to it and talking about an entire collection there's just a lot of things right. that go into it and um i think a lot of it's going to go into what you're trying to do like what your why is and what you're really offering and then building backwards and reverse engineering from there um so sometimes that just looks like getting other people involved that are experts in that field so if if you're not an artist like i wasn't i i hit my boy up brandon it was like I'm looking to do this NFT thing. Can you do the art side of things? And that kind of was, it allowed me to free up some bandwidth in my own head to focus on the full creation and collection, but also the music side and the unique offering and what was gonna set us apart and uh, all of those things. So I think there's no right answer to this. I think again, the why and really what you wanna offer uniquely is the, the main starting point and then going backwards from there. Yeah. Definitely. And that's that's cool that you say that. I mean, that, it's weird because when I think of like Web3 or, you know, compared, I don't, when I think of blockchain and crypto and NFTs, I don't typically tend to put together like, like that one book, uh, you know, find your why or like, uh, you know, books that pertain to success and just kind of growing as an individual and like as a brand and whatnot. And but it really does all go together. And it's cool to see that you're able to make that connection, you know, bringing that knowledge into the Web3 space, because it seems like there is a whole different kind of, uh, you know, language for people that are in the NFT space, you know? Absolutely. And I think sometimes it's just about bridging that language, connecting a little Web2 to a little Web3 and everybody can win. Once there's that comfort level, again everybody can kind of win everybody's in a more value positive situation with nfts and DeFi. if if i win my community wins if my community wins i win so it's it's that reciprocal vibe that i really love about nfts and and DeFi and blockchain yeah definitely uh roy did you have a i, I guess a... yeah I, I had a question about like where you see this heading like you're talking about five years down the line like I guess for you, what what do you think of like the project, like super long term? You said you're just getting started after five years, so like down the line, where where do you see this going? It seems like you were onto something special there. Absolutely, we we've set up some lore, and you know the Fight Club vibe of our Space Monkeys. There's a lot of storyline. If you look through some of our posted info online, you'll see traces of it, and that's really to set up that groundworks 
for the next five years so we can get really playful have fun with the characters we can do new things there could even be a series two down the line once we prove out this initial community and there's a larger desire there could be a series two which is a larger volume and allows more people to come into our ecosystem but for now we're really focused on our five season roadmap layout which is just basically one collection broken into five seasons to allow the attention for each song and each customer that it deserves and also adding twice actually five times as much value into the holders through five roadmaps so season one through five all have their own separate roadmaps and season one if you buy in now you're going to receive the value from all five and say for example 100% sold out on season one is going to be our space monkey music fest so me and my partner Matt are gonna get, get together. We're gonna plan out something amazing, whether it's on property we own or something we rent, but there's gonna be a large IRL gathering with music, all of those things, but with a web you know, feature as well to bring up people in from around the world. And um, those are the types of things, the experiences and the community building going on you know, past five years that I really wanna lean into. And whether that's through this this initial series or a new series or some other playful avenue whether it's a comic or a, a show or some other thing to keep everybody involved and excited and having fun it, it's really exciting to think about what comes beyond that five-year mark right mm -hmm. i guess i guess with that uh one of the questions i was having is like you said like the seasons you have to do those in order could or like how do, how do those work in, in terms of the the dropping of them they do go in order so seasons one through five it will just be a slow climb until basically season five sells out the collection sold out and there will be no more created 260 total space monkeys will only ever be available of this vip custom song series one so yeah they kind of walk up in order and we'll just slowly sell out through again that organic build and as our community builds and, and grows together so that really champions like the people that get in like now and then like later on down the line like more people get into it as well i'm glad you realized that and highlighted that because it's something i like to you know shine a light on because we want to make sure the people that believed in this from its inception just like i do when it had really no legs and no proof of concept those people should win the most as i win and we climb and grow so we made that kind of intentionally for that reason so season one holders if you buy in now you're a day one the most og you can be the first 52 and you're going to receive that value moving forward perfect I, I guess just like another thing is like where where do we get one like is like that the best and like what what currency do we need for sure great questions um we're on the ethereum blockchain so mainly we're we're you know transacting in ethereum i'm sure there was a way you could get a weth offer through but that'd be counterproductive but the place you're gonna find us is the easiest most secure way i would recommend is projectlb52.com and you'll see an, an icon for buy now and also an open sea icon which will lead you to our official collection there isn't any fakes i've seen yet but i don't want that to ever be a thing security is number one so go to project lb52 click buy now you'll see the array of 52 monkeys you can choose from if you decide on one one that resonates with you you think this one's mine you know it's speaking to me click that buy now and we actually um we charge one ethereum for the whole package so it's it seems 
to some like a high purchase price but again with those commercial rights the full customization and all of those things we've uh we're pretty confident in it and we've had some holders so far that are pretty confident in it so i'd recommend just going to lb52.com and uh, checking things out uh, and how much was the uh, mint price yeah so basically there is, it's it's not a minted project it's something we basically have ownership of we're built on erc 1155 contracts so i've created the items on the back end and you're just purchasing them off of me so it's a bit different than your usual roll up mint on a on a web3 website and the reason for that guys is because i'm an artist you know i'm i'm not a tech genius i was never a coder and we really wanted right. to get this to market and it was more about the song and the art so this just seemed like a really useful way to get that done whilst also utilizing that contract, the smart contract um, based off of OpenSea allows unlockable content. So using that feature, we've baked in that intake form and all your files. So it's a really, again, well thought out structure, but a little different than what most people are used to seeing. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's really cool to hear because I, I, I feel like every NFT project that I've ever like got i've i've you know minted or bought from secondary marketplaces but i've never really thought about that like you know taking like a brand that's already you know kind of like it's established but you're not necessarily doing it the way that everyone in the web3 space has kind of been going about it that's really cool yeah it's innovative. yeah thanks guys thanks and, and, and also and, i think like we we could throw in like a link link in this episode for like the project so that you guys oh, yeah. can get like connected with it as well we, we got you we definitely yeah. will that'd be amazing and and also uh i just want to you know yeah and do do you know um like do you follow the crypto market as well yes i do to some degree i'll, I'll be honest i i try and keep my nose out of that a little bit just because i am so invested in nfts but i'm definitely a big mm -hmm. proprietor and big pusher of ethereum for obviously the reasons i'm building upon it and uh just the usual long hold of bitcoin but i do see a lot of potential in some side chains that are coming up like solana um you know matic and and poly still has like i think a, a big chunk of meat left on the bone there's some building to be done there and um i really don't ever cross anything off my radar so i'm always aware and trying to keep a good tabs on things but i'm not a large trader of cryptocurrencies gotcha mm -hmm. and it's probably smart right now because the markets you know it's not it's not the ideal time to be trading cryptos uh but investing i totally i would say i think it's a great time i mean it's something something kind of cool i saw uh yesterday was that a whale's wallet uh, holding uh 200 and like 20 i'm sorry 22.1 million dollars worth of bitcoin was like activated mm. and it comes from like the satoshi nakamoto era and so like you know there's a lot of speculation speculation of who it could be and then also like that when that so when this wallet was like initiated or whatever and it ha first had the bitcoin in it it was worth 50 dollars 11 years later now it's worth two you know 20 million so it's just wow. really cool like what if it was, you know it could have been some random guy who was just like oh whoa you know like look at this or it could be like a strategic move who knows you know but i like the mysterious the mystique behind <laughs> all of it but yeah man and so what so like in terms of uh entire nft market and then integrating 
Project Space Monkey, and even going farther beyond that, the metaverse, like, have you thought about doing anything in the sandbox or whatnot? Great, great question. And we're always blue sky thinking over here. We have, you know, meetings with the, the team and the crew about what can we do to keep adding value. A big thing in our, you know, in those meetings is under promise and over deliver. So our roadmap doesn't allude to all the things that we're planning and, you know, cooking up. And as we sell out, we, we accrue more capital and we can do more things with that capital. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to potentially building out in sandbox to central land offering maybe a 3d version of the space monkey but i i really don't like to front run anything or you know get people to fomo too much but it's again nothing's off our of table yeah. and uh really looking forward to all the the capabilities of like you say metaverse and web3 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and we got we got some land in the sandbox so if you know uh you ever want to you know, swing on do through. something with the space monkeys on there, fight club. Cause I, I had this idea, uh, you know, I might as well just say it. So this idea of like having a big fight pit right in on the land. And then like, it'd be like kind of like gladiator style looking, but you would get like, uh, you would mint a, you know, an, a big ape, a big 3d vo- or yeah, 3d voxel ape. And then if you own one, you can enter it into, you know, like the the ring, and then people can come and bet on who they think is going to win, or and then the person who enters their ape would, you know, if they win, they keep advancing, and then eventually, you know, there would be a champion, and so they would win like a huge prize pool of something, mm-hmm. and then on the land, like they would have like a, we could make like a golden like statue yeah. of their of their ape or something. I don't know, just something cool like that, and your thing having the fight club in it made me think of that (laughs) that's a really really cool idea i love it because you could kind of have that fight tournament plus some like live music on the side like you say some some kind of casino betting involved and who knows maybe yes maybe winner takes the nfts it's like white or pink slips with cars where you where you're if you're entering you're you're auctioning up you're you're putting up (laughs) your your (laughs) or space monkey in our our case (laughs) that's a great idea yeah winner takes all the nfts yeah yeah or it just gets like if you lose it just gets burnt it's burned away that'd be nuts but yeah so um have have you been thinking about any like collaborations with any other projects or anything that's definitely a great question it's something we're really open to we we at you know project lb52 we know our network is our net worth so we're really trying to branch out and get together with other like-minded collections and individuals and so far there's nothing you know on the books but we're really looking forward to it because we feel like we have a lot to offer with the music side where a lot of projects are so visual based and they don't have that audio aspect so we feel like we can do something very uh strategic with that and maybe bring their visual with some of our audio um capabilities and you know just do something like you say fun collaborative and strategic to spread the word of space monkey fight club and just keep having fun in this space hell yeah man have you seen snoop dogg like death row have you seen their collection uh, and how they've been releasing music on OpenSea? i i have i i've i've really liked that what are some of the key differences between your project and then that considering they're both like music oriented yeah for sure it seems like snoop right now is just kind of utilizing the blockchain to almost do 
regular music releases but integrating you know some nft visual and using nft ip rights in the cover art and things like that what really sets us apart is that the song's custom made for you so imagine snoop dogg custom making a, a song for each individual it'd be 10 times more right. connective and special to each mm -hmm. one of those people so that's the one major difference is you know the word non-fungible really means you can't you know mutually swap it with anything and i think we've really really done that here with our custom songs because they're truly one of one so with his releases there's copies and with ours there's only going to be right. one so it's really um set aside mm -hmm. or set a, a apart in that essence but at the same time i do some personal music releases on blockchain that's kind of aside from space monkey fight club just as dan the lost boy and i've utilized some of the same techniques and strategies and playbooks that snoop has so i, I want him to keep doing what he's doing because you know a lot of us can learn from it and i don't think there's any wrong way but uh yeah i think we have enough to set us apart so snoop can keep doing snoop i'll keep doing me yeah and, and we'll be putting links to mm -hmm. to all of your all of your stuff yeah uh have you heard of 1331 records by chance you know that is a very timely question because just two days ago i was in their twitter space and uh we did a little like not live performance but i played my track and you know connected with everybody in the room so i have heard of 1331 and um Let's go. great great people in that space you know it seemed like a couple of them were involved in 1331 turbo being one of them and uh i just kind of vibed with the room so i definitely know the cats over there and i'm looking forward to seeing again what other music related nft projects do oh yeah right on we we had on uh chantelle lane who is one of the heads of uh 1331 uh she she sang that song impossible uh mm. impossible that one you know uh I'm not good at singing, but if you know, if people know, they know. And uh, she was saying like that if you mint one of their NFTs, you get like you know they only take five percent of the like you know the minting fee or something or like royalty fee and whatnot. And but everything is like all completely owned by the artists, and uh, you know it's kind of like it presents itself as a networking opportunity as well for a lot of them and like a lot of artists that choose to participate in it uh could you see yourself ever collaborating with a project like that a absolutely because again i i'm kind of my own artist and that's what's so nice about having that integration with our collection but then being able to kind of branch out and uh shout outs to chantelle she was in the room the other uh the other day when i was in there as well and uh just i think there's a lot of room for all of us in this music nft space to kind of bump shoulders and maybe get together and do some things but i could see myself putting you know a single um a single record out on any platform to really give it a try and see how things are and see how the the crew works and what the the value benefits are so i got a lot of music in the ranks i got lists on my wall behind me of all the songs i haven't released personally so there's a lot of room for me to release those as nfts and you know shadows 1331 oh, maybe it may be through them nice yeah, and yeah, right dude, on man. Awesome. i guess i've heard so much about it do you do you have anything like we can hear do you have like a studio like how's how's this all working out and if you you have anything for us today let us know. That would be sweet. Yeah, could you play a little? If you, I mean, obviously, only if you're comfortable, but yeah. I mean, I, I never really do the live stuff too much, but uh, 
I don't know. We'll see if I could maybe kick something. I won't be able to get the beats maybe because of a hey, don't worry about it. The latency or lag uh, factor, but uh, the Royce pro- podcast maybe I can do something with that real quick. Hey, only if head. you're comfortable with it. Oh, I'm comfortable. This is what I do. So oh, I'm just it. I'm yeah. just churning the butter in my let's brain go. right now. <laughs> Sweet. I can't wait. This is great. All right. All right. It'll be real quick. It'll be real quick. I said, I said, rejoice. Said I'm hanging okay, with the okay. boys. No, I'm on the motherfucking Royce podcast. And it's not Comcast cable. Yeah. You know the connection stable. Uh. And we not in the stables. Horse running like Zed Run. No Ableton. <laughs> yeah, I'm rocking the mic. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I'm gonna keep running if I if I keep going. It'll be a freestyle Friday before we know it. I like that, bro. Oh, yo, <laughs> let's go. That's sweet. Dude, so you I love that, do you man. just freestyle? Just like you just sit around and freestyle sometime? Sometimes, you know, I, I like to start songwriting with just putting it out into the ether and seeing how it bounces around and sounds. So sometimes that's what my songwriting process looks like is right there, just playing around with ideas in a silly, fun way. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, there, there's a, I, I don't, like, I'm not like, a, I'm not a musician or, you know, singer or anything, but like I've made songs just for the, you know, for fun just because I, I got this like little like soundboard that lets me auto-tune my voice. So I thought that'd be fun. And what I noticed I'll do sometimes, and I don't like, it's not like I'll put it out or anything, but like, I'll just go on YouTube and I'll type like Drake type beat. And then like, uh, I'll just like have it so I can hear myself, you know, with the auto-tune. And then I'll turn down the volume a little bit on the instrumental. And then I'll just say things that sound like it sounds good you know even if it doesn't make any sense mm. and and then like just see how it and then i'll record it and see how it sounds and it's just like i don't know it's a fun it's definitely a fun like uh creative outlet you know absolutely music's so special for that reason even if you like you say you never put it out it's just fun to do it's a great hobby and yeah i suggest you keep doing that that sounds like a uh you mm. know something that could grow into something yeah and maybe yeah i mean i'm <laughs> bad it's i'm not a great si- singer or anything <laughs> But yeah, who knows, you know, maybe someone would be into it. Someone on the other side of the world that doesn't understand our language. And they're like, yeah, but it sounds okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but yeah, man. So uh, can most people find your music on like Audius or uh, where's the, where's the place to go? Yeah. So you can find me on Audius uh, backslash Dan, the lost boy. I'm on Spotify, the usual Dan, the lost boy. You'll find my stuff. Um, newer songs are like Kilimanjaro and uh, Mainstream, um, as well as, you know, I have a Project LB52 Spotify, which is just that Project LB52, where you can find some of the custom songs and the promo music we've done for the NFT space on streaming if you want to listen to it there. And um, I'm also on all socials and all that stuff with links in all the uh, bios at Dan the Lost Boy and at Project LB52. So, yeah, if you want to check me out, would appreciate it and i'm everywhere awesome and then so just uh i guess um one thing before before you get going connected uh i want to just kind of show everyone your website right this looks very clean yeah so do you want to just maybe i don't know tell us a little about like where the you know the the idea for having a space monkey as the nft avatar like what, what what made you think of that for sure. So a lot of our project is 
based upon the storyline and the lore of Fight Club, you know, the cult classic movie and book by Chuck P. And uh, the, a lot of the character, you know, traits and artwork and the lore came from that. So it, 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 we kind of built upon that in, again, a fun, playful way. And, you know, our our color tones really match that pink bar of soap from the Fight Club logo. And we played on that with our own LB52. And uh, just tried to have fun with the website and keep it engaging. And if you see in the bottom corner, there's, there's that little flashing speaker. If you click that, that actually brings out a pane of all our beats. Mm-hmm. So you can actually, you know peruse through and see if any of these instrumentals and beats speak to you so you can listen to them before you choose to purchase that custom song in space monkey avatar and really feel it out we want people to be comfortable before they dive in and buy and this is a a great way to do it and as you can see some have lines through them and those are ones that are spoken for (laughs) awesome that's sick oh this sounds great yeah and there's a lot of different vibes and styles in there, so everybody can find something they like. Dang, mm. dude. Yeah. Space Monkey Fight Club. Oh, let's go. Oh, okay. Buy now and secure this beat. Dude, this is phenomenal. Yeah. Wow. Shout outs to, to Hit really a Beats. Great work. Like, yeah. seriously, this is really good that guy that guy doing the most i love this heck yeah dude i mean wow i didn't i i I didn't even notice that feature uh when i when i first like went onto the website that's sick dude yeah wow it's it's kind of an immersive experience i'm I'm definitely gonna be i'm gonna be aping into to this project Ah, ah. heck yeah hell yeah dude so what gave you the idea <laughs> what gave you the idea of like uh because dude i've never seen i've never seen any nft project any any you know website that has something where you can like so simple like that little you just click that little button and then you can see like the beats you get to choose from that's not how i thought the project was uh just like before right now <laughs> I thought I wasn't sure like if you were going to be able to hear the beats before and whatnot, but that's awesome that you get to. Yeah. So that kind of plays into that intake form. So it's kind of a process while you're sitting down, filling out your form of like, what do I want this about? Maybe it's a theme song about my show and you're playing around with those beats and those ideas in your head. And it's a full experience. We don't want it to just be like a, a single purchase of an NFT. It's really an experience you get to go through. And at the end of the, you know, the quoted two to three weeks that that song's promised in, you get to really feel like you were a part of making it and it's your song you get to go forward and do whatever you want with it so the beat um listening room on the website was a big part of making that immersive kind of that's so dope vibe happen yeah wow i'm blown away dan i'm blown away dan lost boy yeah i can't even pronounce your last name it's a tough (laughs) one you know i'm blown away bro um I i would definitely love to have you on here again yeah yeah i'd love to come back for sure hell yeah yeah there's a bit of a lag um it probably won't show up in the in the actual recording but that's uh if it does people that's why uh it's because there's a little bit of a lag because we got dan the lost boy up in the up in the up in the good old great leaf Canada, let's go yeah. I, I guess before getting out of here is there any like kind of like closing remarks you want to make or anything we didn't cover on that you really want to talk about today 
No, I think you guys have done a great job of just, you know, giving me the floor and some space to talk about my Space Monkey Fight Club and my kind of story coming up and uh, really appreciate the time. And like you guys were saying, I'd, I'd love to come back and, you know, sit down again and chat about anything NFT, Web3, DeFi related. I'm into it. Awesome, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to have you back on, like, because uh, you have a good energy about you, you know, mm-hmm. like, just very uh, genuine genuine person you can tell thanks very good good and so with that people uh roy do you have any more questions um no i guess like the only question is it's just like when can you come back so we got you man thanks (laughs) thanks for coming through absolutely thanks again for having me guys and yeah let's email after this and get something on the books i'd definitely love to come back thanks again (laughs) 